Welcome to the Baseball Show, Chicago's only interactive nightly show focused on the Cubs, the White Sox, and Major League Baseball. On radio, on app, on podcast. Listen to the show your way on ESPN 1000 or the new ESPN Chicago app. The Baseball Show, presented by Goose Island Beer Company on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. to the baseball show on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. You can watch the show live on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. If you want to join the conversation, the phone number is at 312-332-3776. Lots of baseball to get to before we join White Sox pregame. The Sox and the Tigers at 635 tonight right here on ESPN 1000. And when I ask you where to start, because we have two winning baseball teams last night, David Bodie with a big home run, six home runs from the White Sox, and tonight's matchups, uh, Dylan Cease on the mound for the Sox, You Darvish goes for the Cubs. Both winnable games for both teams. You look at the White Sox and the Tigers, and you've got Dylan Cease going against Tariq Scooball, I believe his last name is pronounced. Scooball? Scubble? Whatever. Hasn't pitched yet. So, a winnable game for the White Sox as they capitalize off of yesterday, and if you look at the Cubs as they split that double header yesterday with the Cardinals, You Darvish continues to pitch well this season, Minus that first outing against the Brewers, can he continue his good pitching and make that uh, a statement? Make a statement for himself and the Cubs and say, "Look, Cardinals, yeah, you got the first two, but now we're coming. Like now, like that was like we're fine. Like we're good." Chris Bryant not the lineup tonight. He got that shot in his wrist. He's going to be out until at least Friday. Is the next time he could possibly be in the lineup. They'll see how his wrist reacts to that. But he's been banged up a little bit so far this season and dealing with a few injuries. So. Ian Happ will, st- will lead off and start in center field today in his uh, place. You! It's that you, Darvish, who goes tonight for the Chicago course, Cubs, who's been very good for the Cubs as well. Um, and I, I think what we look at with the Cubs last night is you see David Bowie and Bodie in, in the big home run, and the Cubs come from behind. They beat the Cardinals after a tough loss in the first matchup, 3-1 to one in the first game of the doubleheader. You know, these doubleheaders, seven-inning doubleheaders, it's a weird kind of day. And I know Anthony Rizzo was on Cap and Jay Hood earlier today talking about how the new doubleheaders, the fact that they only have to wait the 45 minutes, turn around, boom, right back on the field, that helps. It also helps, I think, to get these games in in the amount of time that they are. Hmm. So it was a strange and kind of weird thing, but then here come the Cubs with a big win uh, last night. And then if we look at the White Sox, home runs. We were in this space last night talking about the Sox going against the Tigers and how they have to take care of business. And we saw from the jump, Tim Anderson, Yoan Mancada, you saw, and Robert with two home runs yesterday Mm -hmm. as well, home runs out of the park, six home runs from the White Sox last night. And I would say keep it rolling as we head into tonight's matchup. Dylan Cease was good the last time out. Can the White Sox keep this momentum going against a Tigers team that they're clearly better than? I get it. They're 9-11, and 11, the Tigers. The White Sox are 12-11. and 11. This is a team you should be beating on a regular basis. You don't need to sweep the series, but you at least need to win this series. And if you've got a guy who hasn't pitched yet against Dylan Cease, Dylan Cease needs to pitch better. He needs to uh, bring those hits down, bring up down the earned runs. But ultimately... 
this is a win, another winnable game for the White Sox. You need to keep beating these teams that you're supposed to be beating. And that's the one of them is the Detroit Tigers in your division. The other one is the Kansas City Royals in your division. Those teams, the White Sox should be head and shoulders above those two teams in this division. And that starts with winning games like tonight. We have time for your phone calls. If you want to talk the North Siders, the South Siders, both sides of town, anything on your mind in Major League Baseball, you can give us a call at 312-332-3776. If we go back to NBC Sports Chicago, last night, the Sox left the yard. High fly ball, center field. Jones back at the track, another home run. Yesterday was fun. How about some more? one nothing socks right out of the gate. Starting off with Timmy again. This is a fly ball well struck. Right center. Did they do it again? Back to back. Yes, sir. Kind of sense it a little bit, but, you know, explosions like that, I don't think that anybody foresees it. Two for the price of one. Here we go again. Into right field. Well hit. Maven back at the wall. Tim did it again. It's just, you know, you, you see them happen and, and you're just as happy as everybody else. Tim Anderson, the bane of Matthew Boyd's existence. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. Molded by it. Two and two from Roney. Swinging a high fly ball left center field. Way back there. It is out of here. Bring him home. These guys are so young and having such a good time. You said good at bat. How about a great at bat? Solo shot Luis Robert, and it's 4-2. It's a pleasure to watch them. Danny a laser down the left field line. That is gone! A close line! They're having a lot of joy. Just a buzzsaw to left field, and it's 5-2. It, it helps when you hit six home runs and you're winning the game, but still, these guys really enjoy what they're doing, and as a team, they enjoy one another. Oh boy, that's a dart to left field. Way back there, it's number two of the night for Luis Robert. Bring everybody home, seven to two. So there you go. Last night, the Chicago White Sox lead the ballpark, and then also the Chicago Cubs, they split the games with the Cardinals last night. We are going to walk you into coverage right here on ESPN 1000. Game two of this series with the Tigers will air here on ESPN 1000 tonight. We'll join the pregame show at 635 right here on ESPN 1000. Chris Black, Adam Abdallah with you here on ESPN 1000. This is the baseball show, and Adam, each night here on the baseball show, we'd like to get things started with the first pitch. The first pitch. Play ball. Throwing out the first pitch, and I have to say, this was rather impressive. On the baseball show. Right there's your first pitch, and then some. On ESPN 1000. All right, I saw this earlier today, and uh, Abdallah, you actually are the one that uh, brought it to my attention. Uh, numbers with younger TV viewers this season for Major League Baseball, the numbers are up. Mm-hmm. So usually what we've heard for Major League Baseball for the, the course of time for, for many years here is that young people don't like the sport of baseball. And, and we usually get a lot of crap for it because we are younger guys who are talking sports. And we like to point out that maybe baseball could use some molding, some, some massaging around mm-hmm. the edges. And, and they could kind of morph into something that's more consumable for a younger fan, a younger baseball fan that wants to be a part of it. But there's too much of the old regime going on. Mm-hmm. You saw this earlier today, and it caught my attention too, because I think finally we are starting to see some response 
to perhaps the changes we have seen because of the pandemic to a baseball season where we have hard data now suggesting that young people, the numbers are up when it comes to viewing and watching baseball on TV. So Front Office Sports took a look at the 59 nationally televised games that have taken place so far in the coronavirus shortened 2020 season, and uh, they've reached 38.875 million unique viewers. That's up 51% through 45 telecasts last season. The additional numbers uh, reflects increased demand from broadcasters uh, after the shutdown. In terms of digital, MLB TV is up 11% in total games watched and 29% in total minutes watched, which are both records. They attribute to this to the, the big markets doing well. The Yankees are playing well. The Dodgers are playing well. The Cubs were off to a hot start before they hit a skid here recently. And then they looked at ESPN's numbers. So the... ESPN's telecast, breaking it down by audience, ESPN's telecast specifically are up 69% with viewers 18 to 34 year olds. That's a huge demographic. Like that's the target demographic for this, for the viewership, right? And 83% with women 18 to 34, 57% with adults 18 to 49. The ratings are 57%. With adults 18 to 49, we've talked about it for years on this station. The age of the average baseball fan gets older and older and older as fans get older. They're not attracting you young viewers. They're not attracting the 18-year-olds, the 19-year-olds. And everybody, listen, the comment, the, the, the outlier we're called, my kids love baseball. My kids love baseball. Well, cool. Your kids love baseball. You're one person. You know, you're one person. There's maybe 10 people you know that, oh, my kids love baseball. That's great. But the average, when you break it down by households and people watching baseball, the fact of the matter is, is baseball ratings go down because the and the, the average age keeps going up. It was 55, then it was 56, then it was 57. And you're seeing this season that specifically on ESPN, where they look at Sunday night baseball, Monday night baseball, Wednesday night baseball, they're up 69% with 18 to 34-year-olds and... 57% with 18 to 49-year-olds, which is huge. Yeah, a huge number for either age demographic Absolutely. that you want to look at, either the older end of that spectrum or the younger baseball fan or sports fan in general. And then don't don't ignore that 83% with women between the ages of 18 and 34. That's huge, too. Because here's to me, it's it's this. I've looked at it, at this article in two ways, right? One, you look at it, well, there's only 60 games. Each game means so much more because it's worth like 3.1 games. No, no, just stop is, the conversation right? there. That's that's why. Well, also, All of the games matter. No, but also this. It's they easy. Look, they looked at it compared to the start of last season. So March, April, May, right? They're looking at those, those weeks, those months. They're looking at the early start of those nationally televised games when people are still kind of like, well, it's baseball. It's just starting. If I miss the beginning, it's not that big of a deal. Yes, we are in a shortened season. Yes, we only have 60 games, but the end of the season is still taking place at the same time. So basically you started the season in August and said, hey, guess what? We're all even in August. May, June, July didn't happen. We're all even when August starts, and it's a race to the finish. Well, and that's the beautiful part of this season, and it's something that I think baseball should really start to pay attention to because, you know, I think it's easy to discredit numbers like this and say, yeah, but we've been without sports, so of course, Black and Abdallah, the numbers are going to be up when sports come back. Have you taken a look at the NBA numbers? Down. 
the NBA viewership numbers have been down. Mm-hmm. They've been back. Mm-hmm. They've been participating. Their bubble is working. They have had no problem getting all of their teams participating in this bubble. I think what this is is meaningful baseball games are exactly what a young baseball fan wants, yeah. and they want to pay attention to it. And I think this is a very refreshing story when it comes to baseball numbers because usually these type of stories are telling us why the younger viewer wants nothing to do with the sport. Yeah, and I think that the younger viewer knows that, you know, in May and June when it's summer for them, when they're out of school, when these these are all 18, look at these 18 to 25-year-olds in college, you know, 18 to 22-year-olds in college. If they're missing a game to them in May or June, it's not the end of the world because they know, well, I'll come back in August and September and then I'll watch the playoffs in October and I'll watch the World Series and then I still get the best teams are still going to make it. Now, you're like, okay, August, we're starting. Everybody's even. It's a 60-game race that's basically every game has a playoff-like, not atmosphere, but has a playoff-like feel to it because there's so few games and the shortened season, you only have two months to get this in. And then, you know, some of these teams also, it's like, well... We want to see how this is going. We want to see, you know, I'm sure some of the audience members are just like, what does baseball look like in, during coronavirus? What, do, what does it look like with no fans? What does well, it look well, like with superimposed also, think about fans? How many teams are out of it? We yeah. could probably count on, our, on one hand the amount of teams that are out of it at this point. Yeah. Everyone else has a shot, right? Mm-hmm. That has to add to it, too. So here's the headline. Major League Baseball attracting younger TV viewers this season. ESPN's coverage of Major League Baseball across all of their broadcasts is up 69% with 18 to 34-year-old MLB viewers, up 83% among women in the category of 18 to 34. And between 18 and 49, they're up 57%. People are watching baseball. Mm -hmm. We will talk about it with you tonight here on ESPN 1000. That's our first pitch when we come back. Your thoughts. Why are the ratings up so high for Major League Baseball? It's the Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. This is the Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. You can hear the White Sox and the Tigers tonight on ESPN 1000 at 635 This is the Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. We will be with you until 635 here on ESPN 1000. We're talking about Major League Baseball's ratings. They are up with young TV viewers, 69% with men 18 to 34 at the start of the season, 83% among women from 18 to 34. Baseball games, that means something matter and people want to watch it. We go to Dave and Bourbonnet. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dave? Hey, guys. Love that you guys are on together. Great show. Uh, wanted to get your guys' opinion on how much you think COVID's got to do with this. A lot of places are running at 50% capacity. Nothing's open, uh, nothing's open, so there's not really anything else to do when watch baseball. I'll hang up and listen. Good call, Dave. I'm sure it does have something to do with it, but I think that you know people can still go to bars if they want to. People can still be outside if they want to. People can still go to restaurants and that kind of thing. People can watch other sports, people other can, TV yeah, shows. People can watch other things. Yeah. Like, yes, we've all watched all of Netflix at this point, but at the same time, like you can still 
there's still other things out there that if you weren't a baseball fan, like this is bringing in, you know, three thirty eight point eight seven five million unique viewers across all network. That's 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 how many people are watching. It's, those are the unique viewers. So you're not just bringing in, you know, the same person over and over again. Those are thirty eight million, almost thirty nine million different people. So. I think, yeah, it probably did, and not having anything and it being the first sport back, yeah, maybe that did have something to do, do with it. Do you have your yeah. baseball standings, Handy? Do you have baseball standings? I can't, I can't, I can't, well, I can't, well, I can't, I can't. Can. Quick exercise. Right now, uh, at this point in the season, how many times can we just cross off and say they're out of it? Uh, the AL East, probably the Red Sox are the Red ten Sox, and a half games back. The Blue right? Jays. Well, the Blue Jays, only six and a half games back. They're out of it. Uh, okay, Blue Jays without a home. They're, they're out, out of it. it. Uh, out go of to the it. Central, the Royals. Yeah. Mm. Tigers, the, I, the Tigers could probably fake themselves into thinking that they could still be in it, but yeah. they're probably they're out of it, right? Yeah. Okay, two. So okay, okay. four teams. The Mariners. Um, Mariners seven and seventeen. Yeah, you're out of it. Uh, the Angels they're eight out and it. fifteen out of it. Okay, six teams. Okay, so six teams in the AL. If we mm-hmm. go to the NL, uh, the Nationals at eight and twelve are they? No, out they're. Of it? I mean, they're only four games. Them and the Mets are only yeah. four games right, out. So they're everyone's still in. in. Okay, all right. Central Division. Pirates uh, the Pirates four and fourteen. Yeah, Pirates they're probably out. out. Yeah. But the Reds at nine and eleven, you could argue, are still only four and a half out in the conversation. And then if we go to the West, the Giants are eight and sixteen. They're out of it. The Padres are twelve and twelve. They're about to win a game today. So. I think the Padres have the lead right now, six to four over Texas. So they're about to be over 500. Okay. So you have 10, 11 teams in baseball right now that could argue are not in it. Mm-hmm. The rest of baseball. But is to in their it. point, too, also look at the teams that are at the top of these, some of these divisions here. You know, you've got the Yankees at the top of their division, yep. the Cubs and the Dodgers. Those are all major oh. markets, and yeah. that, that does play well. Oh, okay. Hasn't that been the case the last couple of years? No, it has been. But the Yankees at the same- are always good. The Cubs have been very good as of late. And the Dodgers have won, what, seven straight divisions? Yes, and it, it helps also that the White Sox are competing this year, too. That's another major market that's competing. Listening on the ESPN app, here's Chip in San Antonio. You're on Chip. ESPN 1000. What's up, Chip? Hey, boys. How you doing, man? We're good. What do you think about the ratings for Major League Baseball? No, well, first of all, thanks for taking my call, man, and congratulations on the show. Thanks, man. But, um, yeah, absolutely. I think the ratings have a lot to contribute to, uh, as I was bringing it up earlier, the, uh, like, these daily fantasy, fantasy duel, DraftKings, like, I myself find myself more invested in these games because I do I do that type of stuff. And uh, especially with football, I do that a lot with football, but I didn't do it as much as baseball, but now I'm more into baseball because of that, and I find myself getting home from work, and I got four TVs going, and I got four different games on and checking my, my phone, make see if I win some money. And so I think that has a lot to do with it, man. These guys, uh, these young guys are, are into that app and just trying to make a quick buck. I see you guys bet a lot on the show as well yeah. with Waddle and stuff. And, and so I think that has, uh, that contributes to it. So, uh, thanks for taking my call guys. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Yeah. Thank you, Chip. We appreciate the, uh, your phone call. And I would say, uh, accessibility, right? Baseball for years has been a, like, we have a club, you can't be a part of it type of thing. But if you add in the daily fantasy, you add in all these different apps that allow you to watch yeah. all the games. I mean, Chip just say he's watching four baseball games a night. That's fun. Last night, I'm watching baseball late at night. It's fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. like staying up to see if Kenley Jansen can close out a Dodgers game. That's what I'm doing before I go to bed. So I think it's all fun. Let's go to Will in Virginia. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Will? Hey, what's up, guys? So not to go off topic or anything, but kind of tying in real fast with the, the older cards, the older baseball fan versus the uh, younger baseball fan. Like, 
you know, how fun is Fernando Tatis, right? Like, he's fun, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I just want to comment real fast. Going back to last night, the Rangers manager, Chris Woodward, is pissed off mad about what the opposition is doing. They're doing their job to hit the pitch, hit a grand slam. He should be worrying more about his pitchers giving up 14 runs or a grand slam instead of trying to, you know, come down on the fun, the, you know, the opposition doing their job. Why are we, you know, why should we punish Tatis or any other player who is basically just trying to hit the ball, right? Like, isn't that just backwards thinking? Yeah, absolutely, Will. And I, Will is a great listener to our show. Will. Um, follow him on Twitter, Will Chase. Uh, it's almost as if Will saw our pre-show notes. Mm-hmm. We might as well mm-hmm. go to our stat of the night right Let's now. Do it. Jambi's on base percentage was 476. Stat of the night. Damon's on base, 324. And Almeida's was 291. On the baseball show. Add that up and you get... You want me to speak? When I point you get. 1092. On ESPN 1000. Tonight's stat of the night is 11. And we will get to the Fernando Tatis Jr. situation, the unwritten rules in baseball that Will just mentioned to us in just a second. But the number is 11, and this stat is brought to you by our friend Sarah Langs at MLB.com. Fernando Tatis Jr. has 11 home runs this season. I checked just before we did this, Adam. He has yet to hit one today, even though the Padres uh, are winning uh, against the Rangers. That's the most home runs by any player age 21 or younger in his team's first 25 games of a season, he surpassed a record held by 1929's Mel Ott with 10 home runs. And the Padres are playing their 24th game, or their 25th game today. So uh, he has time to add to the total. Fernando Tatis Jr., 11 home runs in his first 25 games for the San Diego Padres. The stat of the night tonight is 11, and that. 11th home run came off of the uh, in the game with this grand slam. This is in oh. the air to right field. Back it goes. Nando has done it again. Fernando Tatis Jr., a grand slam. And the Padres go on top 14-3. to Two home runs, seven RBIs for Fernando Tatis Jr. 0-3. Oh, 0-3 oh, oh, count. He goes yard, bases loaded, grand slam. They're already up in the contest, 10-3 to at the time, eighth inning. Are you okay with someone swinging away at a pitch like that with the lead, seven runs? Yeah, dude, eight. of course I am. Hit your, hit your home runs. Get your dingers. You know what, you know what people love? Walks. People love what? walks. And here's the thing. If you were going to walk him, why didn't you just intentionally walk him? I mean, clearly you're trying to get him out and you just couldn't. And you just couldn't do it. And yeah, you're up a lot of runs. And it is is that, you know, trying to score a touchdown and throwing the ball when you're up, you know, 21 with five minutes left in the fourth quarter? It probably is. But you know what? I don't care. Hit home runs. Mash dingers. Crush beers and call it a day. I love that. Uh, Our friend Sarah Langs will join us tomorrow night on the program at 7.15 as well. Uh, One more call here on the baseball show. We go to Dan in Oak Park. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dan? Hey, hey. Good to be with you guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, So ultimately, I agree with you guys on that last comment. Like, you know, hit dingers, smash home runs, drink beers, (laughs) all of it. It's all good. Yeah. Back to the original question. When you talk about why I'm engaged with the season – 
I think ultimately it gets back to the shortened season. It gets back to 60 games. It's a sprint to the finish. Um, you, lo- you lose me typically during 162 games during the summer, and I come back to you in September, October, And but this feels like September, October all year long. So I think that's the way I feel, and I, it feels to me a lot of my friends feel the same way. Never watch more baseball. So Thank you for the call, Dan. We mm-hmm. appreciate a it. Good- a good point on uh, that uh, one of our in one of our people in the Twitch chat made twitch.tv slash ESPN one thousand Chicago that said maybe more people are watching because they can't go. Those people that aren't in stadiums Smart. watching games, Smart. you're at a sold out Wrigley Field. That's how many thousand that aren't watching a game that might go home and watch the game. But it does work against the idea that wouldn't the numbers for the NBA be up like that too? Yeah. Because NBA it fans does. can't yes. go to games either. Um, so yeah, it, it's interesting. It's a storyline that we will follow here on the baseball show as the season continues. Black and Abdallah, we will be with you each and every night at six o'clock for the baseball show. No Black and Abdallah tonight because we will be joining White Sox pregame. The Sox and the Tigers next. Bye. The baseball show with Black and Abdallah. Week nine and six on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago app.